The key to a successful business isn't just plans, strategies, and profit margins. It isn't just mission, vision, your big dreams for the future, or how you communicate to your ideal clients. It's not just your product suite, your pricing, your sales, or being the person who takes decisive action. It isn't even just nervous system regulation, expanding emotional capacity, and enhancing your communication skills. And it's definitely not just faith, manifestation, vibes, intuition, and magic. The key to a successful business is bringing all of these components together and knowing which one you need when. Nature thrives when all of the elements are in balance. So do you your business. This is the Elemental Entrepreneurship Podcast, where we discuss the earth, air, fire, water, and spirit elements of building a thriving, successful, creative business and life. Welcome to the show. Hello, beautiful friends. Thank you so much for being here for another episode of the Elemental Entrepreneurship Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and it's summer, finally. Well, technically tomorrow. Tomorrow is the summer solstice and uh, apparently Los Angeles doesn't care because it has not been sunny here really yet this summer. We haven't had any heat. I don't know what's happening, Um, but that's what's going on. So I'm hoping that Los Angeles gets the memo about summer solstice and our summer can start. And I hope where you are, it has been warm and delightful and lovely and you've been enjoying time outside in the sun, soaking up vitamin D and doing wild hot girl or guy or they or them non-binary icon summer things because you deserve it. We all do. Um, The other exciting thing about summer solstice is that we are celebrating summer solstice with a 20% off code for all levels of membership in the coven. When you sign up using the code SOLSTICE20 on any of the checkout pages, you will automatically get 20% off of membership for three months. And that applies to all levels of membership, including the standing 20% community discount rates. So uh, if you are a BIPOC, queer, or single parent, that's actually 40% off for three months, just saying. So that's kind of exciting. Um, the code for that is SOLSTICE20, and the link will be in the show notes. And for today's episode, I wanted to give you a little inside look on what kind of conversations happen inside the coven. What I'm sharing here today are two recent short Facebook lives that I did inside our private membership group. So our group doesn't uh, all take place in Facebook. Uh, the course material for a material for elemental entrepreneurship is all hosted in Kajabi. So it's all on video and audio and PDFs. You can access it through an app on your phone. You can access it on your computer. So all the course material is uh, in its own app. And we also have live calls. Um, we have live group coaching calls twice a month, and we have live workshops, either monthly or twice a month, depending on what we're doing. But 
we have a community Facebook group where we hang out and you can ask questions all the time and you can interact with me. And that's really where I'm at. If you are not one of my private coaching clients, Inside the Coven is where you get access to me. I hang out there every day and answer people's questions. And sometimes if I see stuff being said in the group where it's too big of a question for me to answer in a comment, I will just hop on and make people a video response. Or if I see the same kind of question coming up multiple times. Also, uh, sometimes if we have a live call and not everybody was able to attend, but I want to highlight something that happened in that live call, I will just hop into the Facebook group and make a video for the group. So it really is the best place to get coaching on the spot and in-depth answers from me about whatever is going on in your business. I hope you join us. In these two little clips that you're going to hear, in the first one, I'm giving an overview of what the elements are in business and how you can start to use the elemental framework to help you during moments where you're feeling blocked or stuck or noticing that you're kind of getting you know, too far in any one elemental direction. And that'll really make sense when you listen to this snippet. And I share that here because I, I saw a couple of people in the group say that they weren't entirely sure yet about how to use the elements. And I wanted to just recover that info and make sure that people felt grounded in how to see themselves in the elemental framework. The other thing I talk about in that live is the idea of seasonal focuses in business and ways to combine a seasonal focus with an elemental focus so that you can be very clear in your business during a quarter or during a season about what you hope to accomplish and what element you want to lean into to help you accomplish it. And so I hope that that will be a really helpful thing for all of you to consider. Um, even if you're not going to join the coven, it will help you understand yourself a little bit better and give you some insight into ways that you can think about your own business. The second live is a response to someone talking um, in a thread about a 21-day challenge that we did as a group for Gemini season. So inside the coven, we're always doing various focuses, challenges, exercises, themes to help us kind of hone in and focus on just one area of ourselves or our business at a time. And during Gemini season, we were focused on communication. We were focused on talking from the heart about what we think, what we believe, what we feel, what we know as business owners, and to share a video of some type every day for 21 days during Gemini season in the month of June. And there were some people saying they felt like they were failing at the challenge. And that was a wonderful opportunity to have a little discussion about the broader purpose to me of doing challenges, which is not actually that you just quote unquote succeed at doing every single day of the challenge perfectly. Surprise, surprise. And so I talk a little bit about why the idea of failing at things isn't particularly helpful in business and 
why I assign the things I assign in the coven and what the purpose of those assignments is and how they are there to help us by purposefully putting us into situations where we experience resistance so that we can navigate our resistance. So I hope that this is valuable for you. I hope you enjoy it. And if you do, and you're like, this is the kind of support and pep talks and insight and encouragement I need all the time. These are the kinds of answers I need to my questions. I hope that you take advantage of our solstice celebration and get 20% off for three months of membership. Again, the code for that is solstice20 and the links are in the show notes. Enjoy the episode and hopefully next week, I'll see you inside the coven. beautiful friends. I just wanted to hop on for a second and share that we just finished uh, the quarter two review, quarter three planning. It was really fun. Thank you to everybody who came. And for those of you who weren't able to make it, the planning sessions we don't record because they're not super fun to watch since a lot of the time we just have music on and everyone has their camera off and we're body doubling. But I wanted to talk about something that we do in the quarterly planning session that I think would be helpful. A few people who are new members in here have mentioned recently that they're still not entirely sure that they really get what each of the elements are. That's pretty important to what we're doing here. So I wanted to give a little recap and then I wanted to talk about ways that we can intentionally use the elements and then also uh, something that I refer to as um, seasonal goals uh, or quarterly goals in our businesses and how we might match a quarterly goal with an elemental vibe or focus. So earth, root chakra, grounding, planning, things that make us feel safe and secure in our business and things that actually make us safe and secure in our business. So contracts terms of service. Those are things that make us safe in our business. Um, Having clarity around how much money we need to make in order to pay all of our bills. Um, Understanding our budgets, how we organize our money. Those are things that contribute to our immediate physical safety. So those are all things that are in earth. Planning, finances, contracts, organization of systems, earth. We can also think astrologically these are Taurus things. These are Capricorn things. These are Virgo things. So our organization, our how we uh, kind of plot along our path and like do the work and then also how we create sustainability, pleasure, rest, ease for ourselves, earth. Air is heart chakra, third eye chakra, our vision for ourselves, for the world, what kind of impact we want to make, who we're here to serve, who we're here to help, um, what success means to us, how we see like where we want to take our career in the future. Um, I think about going in uh, air, we talk about ground floor to top floor. So we want to be down in the day-to-day of the work. And then also sometimes we want to go up to the top floor and survey the landscape. Where are we headed? Where are we going? Are we connected to our mission, like to our heart, what we really want to give and be about in the world? Um, Air is also where 
copywriting happens, which uh, it might feel a little confusing because that might feel like a fire thing, but because air is about our heart and our vision, it's also about how we speak our truth, how we communicate from our hearts to the heart of our ideal client. How do we share our ideas? How do we communicate our big vision, our mission, what we want to do, how we want to help to other people? So those are air things. Fire things are embodiment, solar plexus chakra. Are we being in the world? Are we doing in the world things that match our plans, things that match our vision? Um, are we the actualized version of what we think about? Are we being about it? Are we taking the steps that we say we want to take? Are we doing the things that we say we want to do? Are we following through? Are we actually putting one foot in front of the other and doing that work? I'm creating the copy. Am I sharing the copy? Am I showing up? Am I being visible? Am I letting people see me? Am I inviting people into this business? Am I um, sharing this outward and bringing people inward? Um, fire in the coursework is broken into three different sections spark blaze and tending so the spark is things about what am i going to offer based on based on what i need to be to safe and based on my vision what am i going to offer what am i actually packaging up and selling into the world what's my plan for how i'm going to make sales how do i feel about selling how does selling work in my business blaze is sharing the light outward, marketing, branding, how do I let people know, here's what I'm doing, here's how you can access this work, here's how you can be involved with me. Tending is day-to-day -day running of your business. How am I working? How am I delegating? How am I managing my own energy? How am I being as a business owner? Those are fire things. Water things are everything connected to sacral chakra, our emotions, our relationships with other people. This really shows up in every other element because the way that we interact with the other elements will frequently reveal that there's some water, right? So maybe when you get into thinking about being visible, you find yourself getting really emotional, you get overwhelmed, your nervous system gets dysregulated, you feel shut down, you would go tap into water resources to help you feel like you have the right balance of water in yourself. Water is not taking over when you try to move into fire um, and like dousing all your fire out. Um, maybe when you start planning, right, when you go into earth and you start planning out what you're going to do, you go into a place of anxiety, right, or shutdown or overwhelm. Again, you have some type of emotional reaction to your plans. We need to manage our water so we're not getting stuck in the mud. So water is an element that may rise up and kind of drown out other elements when it's not balanced. And so... Using our water tools is about recognizing times when if I go in this direction, water tries to come up in a way that takes me out of balance and then I need to use water tools to help bring myself back into balance. Um, and then spirit is, do I believe? Do I believe this can happen? Do I have faith in myself? Do I have faith in my business? Do I have faith in other people? Do I believe that I am being 
supported by the universe, by God, by my ancestors, by what, by whatever it is that you believe helps you in the invisible realm, am I trusting that I am supported and that everything is going to happen in the right timing, the way that it needs to happen, that it's not all just dependent on me because that's too much to put on any one little human. There are other factors involved in my success and I don't feel overwhelm or anxiety in the empty spaces because the empty spaces aren't empty. They're feel, filled with divine invisible support. So that's just a quick recap of what those what the elements contain. So you might notice that you feel like it's really easy for you to access earth, right? You're like, I'll plan all day. Don't mind the planning at all. But maybe when you start moving into air and thinking about your vision, you're like, I don't have a big vision. I don't really care. Like nothing that other people find to be markers of success is important to me. I don't really think like that. I'm not really doing anything that important. I don't really have a big vision. This is something I encountered recently, right? So you actually may have some thoughts about Really, I would call that in water terms, I would call that like should shadows, right? I should want to make a million dollars and because I don't, I guess I don't have any ambition, right? There's something that's kind of got you thinking that you're like doing it wrong um, or you're downplaying, you downplay the, the overall importance of what you do and how impactful it really is to other people and the ripple effect of what happens when, you know, maybe even all you do is, make candles right and you're like i don't change the world okay but you make candles in a specific way and maybe part of the way that you do it is that it's really sustainable and it does make an impact on the world in an ecological sense for somebody who's making this product to do it in the way that you do it but also you provide small moments of like joy in people's lives and like what happens when more people have small moments of joy what's the ripple effect and allowing yourself to see that you really do something bigger than you might think you do. And maybe that is uncomfortable for you, right? So when you're like, oh, when I move into air, I actually do have some resistance to this. There's some water here. There's some things that might need to be looked at under the hood so that I can think about my work and myself in this way and tap into the idea that I, I am important and that the work I do does make a difference, maybe just for a small number of people, but that's okay, it's still important. Just an example, just an idea. So this would be a way that you can use the elements to help you balance out. Maybe you are a fire dominant person and you're like, I just do stuff all the time. Like I'm, I work off inspiration, I work off creativity, I'm launching things, I'm offering things, but I'm also overworking and I'm not very efficient and I don't like planning at all and I never stick to my plans and I just wanna do whatever I wanna do in the moment. But you know that that's not, creating the type of financial stability in your business that you really want and you know you're only going to get financial consistency if you have a plan that allows you to regularly be selling things so you need earth when you start going towards earth 
maybe what you notice is you get really resistant to planning and you don't like it and you start telling yourself stuff, right? So you might need some water work to help you with the earth stuff. But the point is that you're going to use earth to help you balance out some of the fire. I hope that this is helping a little bit, making sense. Um, maybe you find that you get really overwhelmed and really, really anxious, right? With water, right? I'm very overwhelmed. I'm very anxious. I feel like everything's on me. I'm overwhelmed all the time. Maybe what you need is a little spirit. Like, do I actually believe that I'm supported? Do I actually believe this is going to work? Do I have faith in myself? Do I have faith in this project? Do I have faith in other people to show up for me and help me? Maybe I need some spirit focus to help balance out this overwhelm and this anxiety that I'm feeling. So this is how we can use elements to help us A, check out what's going on with where we are and what might help bring us into balance. The next part of this is what I was calling seasonal goals. I tend to think that our seasonal goals um, in our business are revenue, impact, and reach. Um, it's hard, it can be hard to focus on all three um, because the way that we move might be different. So if you are in a season where your goal is revenue, you are like, everything I do right now needs to be about making sales. Am I doing fire activities? Am I selling? Am I out every day talking about my offers? Am I taking sales calls with people? Am I sharing my offers on social media? Am I sending out emails? Am I doing promotions, right? What can I do this season to really focus on selling what I have to the people who are already here? Now, when I say other things might happen, in the process of you selling, you may end up adding people to your email list. You may gain followers because you're being really active. So you might do a little bit of reach. You might make a little bit of impact, but you were focused on revenue. If you have an impact goal, you might be focused on really over serving and putting love into the offers you already have and the clients you already have and nurturing the programs that you already have running and making sure that you're making as deep an impact you possibly can with the clients you have. It also may be a season where you're showing up and serving publicly without a huge intention of selling. So for instance, I did an impact season where for like, I think it was around six months, I did pay what you can office hours, live co coaching, um, every single month for like six months. I wasn't focused on upselling. I wasn't focused on making money. I was focused on making as big an impact as I could and reaching as many people as I could and giving as many people as possible an experience of what coaching is like. Um, if I sold, great, but there were many, many people who came to office hours who never bought anything, that's okay. The purpose was making an impact. Maybe for you that would be, I'm going to do a season where I do a lot of giving on a podcast. I go live once a week and I offer really high value free trainings because my goal is to make as big an impact as possible and share as much good work as possible. Revenue would be great. More people signing up might happen, but I'm here to make an impact. A reach period is about gaining followers, growing your email list. So maybe that's really about pushing a freebie, doing three live events and uh, funneling people into your live events um, so that you can collect their email addresses. Maybe it's, I'm going to do a reel every day and try to grow my Instagram account. You might make sales, but the purpose of a reach season is about building your audience, usually so that then you could go into a sales season after. So... 
sometimes we are in a season where it makes the most sense to really be focused. Say you're just starting your business. It might be a really good idea to just focus on reach for a season and building up your account and then knowing I'm going to move straight from a reach season to an impact season. I'm going to give away as much free service, whether that's lives or um, really big discounted sales so I can get testimonials. I'm going for an impact season and then I'm going into a revenue season and I'm going to sell my face off and then maybe I'll start over, right? That's an idea. But I think where stuff gets very magical is when we combine a seasonal goal with an elemental focus. So maybe you have a revenue goal for, right? Like this is going to be And when I say revenue goal, I don't necessarily mean a certain number of sales, so maybe it is, but maybe the goal is just, hey, this season we are focused on bringing in revenue, period. We're going to see what we can do. Wouldn't it be fun if we just focused on sales for this season and brought in as much revenue as possible? Let's see what we can do. Sky's the limit. And you know yourself, and you know that when you focus on revenue, it brings up a bunch of scarcity and anxiety and fear. You know this about yourself. So you might go into this revenue season goal with an intentional water focus and say, I'm going to put myself in a pressure cooker. I'm going to put myself in a situation where I know I'm going to have big feelings so that I can work through and address these big feelings. And I'm going to be at every office hours. I'm going to get emotional support. I'm going to rely on my buddy. I'm going to schedule extra therapy. I'm going to sleep really good. I'm going to eat really nutritious food. I'm going to do the sacral chakra yoga. I'm going to journal every day. I'm going to once and for all address that when I focus on revenue, I have these big feelings and I'm going to try to do this together on purpose. Maybe you are doing a impact season and an air focus. And you're like, I just want to serve from the heart. My mission is to XYZ. And for this season, I'm going to blank, blank, blank so that I can do that as big as I can with as many people as I can. And I can show people this is who I am. This is who I'm for. This is what I'm here to do. This is who I'm here to serve. I'm trying to connect from my heart with the hearts of my ideal clients and let them know I am here to serve you. This is my seasonal focus and my elemental vibe. Am I communicating my mission to people in a way that it lands for them? Perhaps you are having a reach focus and maybe you want to do a reach focus with fire, right? So I'm going to really hone in on the look of my posts. I'm going to really hone in on my visual branding and my aesthetics and being present every single day and I'm going to do a a reel every day and a live every week and I'm really going to focus on getting myself out there, getting my brand out there and being really visible and letting people see me. That would be a reach season with a fire focus. Maybe you're going to do a reach season with an earth focus. And you're like, what I want to get really good at is planning out content and batching and automating and having a system for planning out content. So I'm going to do a reach season, but my focus is going to be how do I be really, really consistent and visible in my marketing through plans, systems, automation, working things out in advance. That would be a reach season with an earth vibe. Uh, 
Maybe I want to do a spirit example. Maybe it's a revenue season with a spirit focus. Maybe you're going to be like, hey, you know, whenever I focus on bringing in a lot of sales, I get really overly focused on fire. And I think me showing up is the big determining factor in my success. What I really want to feel is that the right people are going to find me and I trust it and I can just share what I want to share and then take my hands off and trust that I will be nurtured and I will be supported. So I am doing a revenue goal like my my goal for this season is revenue but the approach that i'm gonna take for the first time ever in my life is a spirit trusting i believe it's all happening for me approach and how do i keep myself in that vibe while i'm focused on revenue i hope that this was helpful let me know in the comments kayla you bye Hey friends, um, I wanted to hop on because I made a, uh, some video responses to Kristen's comment, but I thought they also just like that this, what I was sharing might be helpful for everyone in a broader way. So I wanted to put it here um, and then just apologize for the fact that I look crazy, but I'm sore and I'm tired and it's gray. And so the world is getting me cozy today. Coziness over everything, Taurus mantra. Okay. So I asked how the 21 day challenge was going and Kristen's response was failing miserably. <laughs> and I get what she probably meant, right? Which is like, I'm not posting. But here's what happens when we have a pass or fail mentality um, or even a like succeed or fail mentality in business. Um, first of all, it's not helpful. Right, this isn't a pass or fail type of environment. Business is not like school. These are not assignments where you can do it right and like get an A. I'm not grading you on doing the assignment perfectly because there's not a perfect way to do the assignment. That's not the purpose of these exercises and it's just not really how like real life and real business works. The goal of doing this is not to like check a box or be able to say like, I did it, right? You know what I mean? Like that's not, that's not the why, right? And so I think the why is really important. The why is not to never experience resistance. The why is not to never have times where you don't want to engage with something. The why is to bring mindfulness and curiosity to your behaviors. When we give ourselves a challenge, like I'm going to post every day for 21 days, and then within a few days, we start noticing resistance. And say for instance, we're like, I'm sad or tired. There have been many days during this challenge that I have not really wanted to talk right? So what comes up when we're sad or tired or we don't feel like talking is that it can be easy to go into, well, I'm not going to, I'm just going to skip today. And then to tell yourself, well, I'm fucking up the assignment and I'm not doing it. And I'm like, not, I'm not good at this. And now you're totally out of the game 
right? You're engaging with a story that's not useful or helpful to you. Just like the I'm behind story. It's not useful. It's not helpful. It doesn't, it's not generative. So what's a more interesting, more generative question? So a more generative question might be, why do I feel resistant to showing up as I am right now? Why do I feel like I have to feel inspired to share? Is there something I can share that's honest and doesn't require me to fake anything, right? Am I telling myself I have to put on a persona or be something I don't feel in order to be publicly palatable? That's where we start to be like, oh, this is a belief I have about what's allowed, about what marketing is, about what will make people like me, about what will cause people to buy. And now I get to go, where did I learn that I have to be a certain way in order to be seen in public? Where did I learn that I can't tell my customers, my audience, my potential customers, sometimes I have a hard ass day and I still have to do things in my business and here's how I navigate that. Sometimes I have days, right? Like what if you just shared, hey, I just want you to know that sometimes I have days where I don't feel like doing shit. And so if you feel like that too, gang, gang, that's the message. That's it. That's the post. Why is that not enough? Why would that not be valuable? Why would that not be trust building? Why would your ideal client not see that and go, damn, I really did need to hear that today. It's really nice to have permission to just know that other people that I look up to, because you're somebody that people look up to, people that I think have it all together, because some people do think you have it all together. They feel the same way I do. I trust that person so much more now. I like that person so much more now. I feel seen, I feel honored, I feel supported by that person in such a deeper way now, because I know that they just humanized themselves for me. That was helpful to me. Where did I discover, where did I pick up the belief that says like, I have to put on a show to be palatable, to be liked, to be helpful, to be valuable? Is there no value in my hard days, in my comfy sweats? In <sighs> What's really going on? Why do I feel like my truth in this moment is not the right thing to share. We're not worthy of being shared. Why am I not worthy of witness in this moment? Those are questions that can get us somewhere. Those are questions that can start to shift the way we relate to being present. Because I bet on those same days that Kristen is quote unquote like failing miserably that she's not taking the, just a moment to say something online. I bet she showed up for a lot of things that day. I bet she opened the doors to her business. I bet she taught classes. I bet she supported people. So you are able to show up and to serve and to be visible when you don't feel like it in some areas, but not in others, why? 
when you can figure out the answer to that, you have a totally different realm to play in. You know how to support yourself, like to genuinely support yourself through what comes up for you when you are in a mode of wanting to hide, wanting to ditch your marketing, wanting to feel like creating a consistent visible presence in your community space, uh, your forward-facing community space isn't important, isn't valuable, is a task that doesn't matter, right? Like whatever it is, when you're labeling it just a I'm doing it or I'm not, or like I know I should do it, but I'm not, so I'm failing, you're not probably being able to get curious and inquisitive and um, to really dig in to what's happening in a way that might lead you to deeper and more valuable insights about the operating manual of yourself as a business owner. That's the goal of creating a daily challenge. I know for me, when I do like exercise type challenges, like I'm going to, you know, do weightlifting every day for a certain period of time or stretch every day for a certain period of time. I now know around what mark I start telling myself unhelpful stories because I've gotten curious enough with myself to not just be like, well, I missed a day, so I fucked it up to actually stick through and track my missed days and start to tune into my internal language and notice what starts to come up. And it's usually around the end of the second week for me that I start losing interest. It starts losing novelty. I stop putting as high a value on checking it off the list, which is all ADHD stuff. Um, I start feeling like it's not that important and like the cumulative effects don't matter that much, right? So because I continue to give myself these playgrounds, which are containers designed to elicit a response in me that I can then mine for information about what happens in myself, and how I might like to navigate these inner challenges. It's a place where I'm purposefully trying to get limiting beliefs to show up so that I can reveal them to myself and have an opportunity to um, see if those are serving me or if I want to reframe them. The goal is never to just succeed or fail. That's so shallow compared to what's possible for us. We are so much more multidimensional than that. We are so much more fucking interesting than did you check all the boxes. That's never the assignment. I don't care if I give us a 21-day challenge. I don't actually care whether or not you do the challenge every day. What I want is for you to enter the arena and play and to go into it with a willingness 
with an understanding that A, you will probably at some point feel resistant. You will probably at some point feel triggered. You will probably at some point want to quit. And then you get to have a conversation with yourself and you get to work with yourself. And we're doing that here in this safe, contained, incredibly low stakes and low risk environment so that when in our life, in our business, in our relationships, we feel tested, we feel resistant, we experience limiting beliefs, we encounter parts of ourselves that we find unpalatable. We're like, oh, I'm practiced in this. I know what to do when this happens. I know how to get curious with myself instead of shaming. I know how to ask myself generative questions when I'm in this type of environment. So by practicing it in this easier, lower stakes, safe place, we are actually training for when it happens in a higher stakes way. Because yeah, there are no real stakes if you don't post every day in our 21 day post challenge. There may be a higher stakes day when you experience resistance or want to quit in your business full stop. That could happen. And if and when that happens, I want you to be so practiced at dancing with your own resistance, with your own, I don't want to, with your own judgments and stories and criticisms that you're like, okay, this is one of those spaces. I know what to do. I know how to be with myself through this period. That doesn't go away. It doesn't stop. It doesn't necessarily get easier because the stakes might get higher. And so I guess I just want to remind us all that what we're doing here when we engage in this work, when we do the curriculum, when we launch products, when we do these kind of challenges together, there's not like a, a, a school type of feeling that like when you do all of these assignments perfectly, what you win is like straight A's in business. This is a test kitchen for your life as a creative entrepreneur. It's more of a dojo than a university. Know what I'm saying? Okay, love you, bye. There we have it, friends. I hope that you enjoyed this little sneak peek, this look behind the curtain at what kinds of conversations are happening inside the Elemental Entrepreneurship Coven. And I hope that you join us by taking advantage of our Solstice Celebration 20% off three months, any level of membership. The code is SOLSTICE20 and it will expire on June 22nd at 1159 p.m. So I'm dropping this episode on June 20th and you have today, tomorrow, and all day the next day to remember to use that code and then the code goes away, but you can still join at any time. I hope to see you inside the coven. If you have any questions about the coven and whether or not it's the right fit for your business, please feel free to DM me on Instagram at Intuitive 
intuitive edge coaching. And if we need to have a conversation that's bigger than we can have via voice notes in the DMs, I'll send you a link to hop on a short call and we can just talk about whether or not it might be the right place for you or what level of membership might be best for you. I am always happy to hang out and chat and answer all of your questions. Have a beautiful summer solstice. Talk to you soon. That's our episode for today. Thank you as always for being here and for listening to the podcast. I know there are so many things that you could be doing with your time. So many things you could be listening to. It is an honor that you choose to be here. Connect with me on Instagram at intuitive edge coaching or join my Facebook group unstuck group to suggest topics or people that you'd like to hear me interview on this show. Have a great day.